jagged and uninviting, metal and cold. This is not a door one looks at and thinks that they should open. It is giving a lot of Sauron's tower for a human door. The entire facade is some overly large, expanding diamond pattern, which only serves to make it harsher and more uninviting. It's reminiscent of the diamonds on the rattlesnake, warning you away. In fact, even as you turn the handle, the door opens with a hiss. You're coming in at SNW 102.7. All spooky snow monsters all the time. We're now back with our adventurers who, last we saw, had an army of Grimchlings between them and the source of whatever is stealing the Christmas magic. Let's go back to them now for the smooth stylings of... Insert party name here that we refer to them colloquially as the Snowmies. <laughs> Snowmies. We've all got Jinkos. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why elves and Jinkos just really got me. Jinkos uh, we'll and those little pointy shoes. I'll take that merch. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> You guys were up on the mountain, away from the Lake of Stew. You were between where you were and the peak of the mountain that contains a cave. Out of the cave are the hundreds and hundreds of Grimchlings, and I believe originally the plan was for Hallie to fly over them. I believe she did, and that was how you know that there are, like, so, so many Grimchlings. At least ten. At least Mm -hmm. ten. Uh, maybe add a few to that uh, for safety, but yes. We're gonna need more people, I think. I don't know how we can possibly handle uh, so many. You guys got a WMD in your in your in your stuff. Double checking. I was kind of hoping the artificer of everyone would be the one to check. I am checking. That's actually, that's honestly what Paco Bills probably would, would do first, is like, he's just going through his back, like, well, I don't think I have anything. I've played too much Baldur's Gate 3, so my first thought is, so let's get a lot of barrels of smoke powder, and then while invisible, we're going to place them around, and then we're just gonna throw fire at them. It's uphill too, right? So, we can't- Both ways. In the snow. <laughs> This is why we don't come to my grandfather's mountain. So, I mean, I have the, the cannon, and he, like, points to the cannon. Are you going to Mulan this mountain? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I could. I could. That's a great plan. I like that plan the best. Hey, Jack. <laughs> do you think that you could make um, any more snow? On the top, as a peak. I was joking, but okay. Um. When the DM gives you a plan. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to! <laughs> <laughs> well, too late. I'll make a plan out of you. 
to keep my stupid, stupid mouth shut is what I need to do. Can I make a, a more snow? That's what you're asking me. Yeah. If you got a lot of water up there, I could do something with that. I mean, like, we got all this nog. That's wet. We do have lots of nog. Could you make this snow nog? Nog snow? Uh, let me see some of the nog. Okay, I, I turn the crank on the jack-in-the-box. Isn't the nog alcoholic? Yeah. How are you gonna freeze that? We're gonna light on fire. Magic. Cold. Well, I mean, alcohol's got a real low freeze point. That's why you keep vodka in the freezer. Is there water in the eggnog? I mean, in the sense that there's also water in the human body. Oh. Hey, that's you a great freeze point. the human body. Well, like, I mean, like, there's water in most things is, is kind of my point. Grimshlinks? This is going <laughs> to... I don't think this is going to do what you guys think. War crimes. <laughs> Actually, you, uh, I want one Dungeons and Dragons zero. campaign where my players don't violate the Geneva Convention. <laughs> Just one. No. no. One. Can I manipulate the water in this eggnog? I guess that's the first question. I will allow you to nog bend, I guess. Ha! <laughs> So you've got frozen rules, that's how it works? Like, you got to have moisture in the air? I can't, yes. I don't know about for. I'm going to leave some of that just up to Alex. I'm just going to try it. When there it is no because... water in this air! Yeah. Uh, yes, no, I think frozen rules <laughs> make the most thirsty. sense. We have a lake of stew. Was that... That's mostly water. I can only... It takes me a little while to do it. I can do about five feet every six seconds. It's not enough. Oh, sorry. Then I don't have. It. That's what I got. It's your idea, Paco Bell. I'm trying to think of how we can make it bigger. You know, I am a great old one. I just don't want to unleash my full power because it'll destroy everything. So that's why I'm got to keep it down. What if we call our cool singing friend back? I uh, that guy rocked. Yeah. I like that guy. Emerald. We just we just do that the rest of the time instead of working on the Grimflings? Okay. I'm in. The only you only like him because he didn't win and steal all your stuff. What if we tell him the Grimschlings are our stuff? Oh. <laughs> and unleash him. And then he just steals all the Grimschlings. Yeah, we just get them into one building and then we in- invite him in and pretend we're eating them. And so oh. he takes the food. Well, One game without the violation of the <laughs> Geneva Convention. One! Technically, this is tricking an NPC into doing it. <laughs> what about this lady with us? Do you have any ideas, lady? <laughs> Clara. Yeah, can you throw a shoe at uh, the top of the mountain and make more snow? I don't think that's necessarily how it works. I could throw my shoe and make a sound somewhere else and distract them. But I don't think that would move all of them. We don't have to. We just have to get them away from the entrance, right? We just then we can go in. 
So if we could split them that way, have somebody else move them the other way, maybe we can run straight up. Maybe, maybe, I saw this happen once. Maybe what we do is we just run into them and we yell, stampede, and keep running, and then they just run with us. And we lead them away. Hallie's plan is to run them off a cliff like lemmings. <laughs> we don't have to go off a cliff, just just away. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what if one of us did go off a cliff that they were following? Somebody that could maybe fly. Who can fly here other than me? That's, no, no. no that's you. That's Wait. the whole point. Nobody can fly better than you here. Yeah, or at all. Jack winks at the camera. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the office. Why do we have to go off a cliff? That's our next Christmas-themed campaign. It's all filmed like the office. Yes. Uh, you could, uh, maybe if you get some to start chasing you, and you yeah. go, because uh, you've got to be faster. You've got four legs. They only have two. And then you just run off a cliff and see if they go with uh, Jack, maybe can you make like a fake ice, thin ice thing yeah. that makes it look like there's more ground? Yeah, it'll take me a little time. I can do about five feet every what? six seconds. Okay. If you, okay. Listen, I don't know much, but I do feel like if we're just going to the entrance, like just making kind of like a fence on the entrance would be less ice making than making an entire running on surface. Yeah. So we just need to, you know, and then I can just, I, I can, I don't know if you know this, I can fly so I can come back and join you guys after. Yeah, but you need, you need the Jack to make defense. So you, if you flew up. No, no, no. I'm running. Uh-huh. We're all stampeding together. It's going to be real cool. And it's, it's cool because there's not actually a scary thing this time. Uh, last time it was not great but this time there's no scary thing we're just running for fun okay and then you guys go to the mountain make a fence and then I'll I'll come meet you guys make a fence to keep them out yeah okay you could do that while the stampede is happening Jack I mean we could do both plans yeah Yeah. we get rid of all the grimslings that are currently there by dropping them off a cliff. No. And then, what? What was your? I don't. We're understand. just. I will move. Okay. Well, I didn't really. I guess it's me, because I know what a stampede is. Apparently, nobody else does. <laughs> so I'm gonna start running. We're all gonna run a stampede away. You guys are gonna go up there while they're gone. Make a fence so you can go in and they can't follow you. And then I'll come meet you guys later. Wait. So we would trap ourselves inside the cave. Well, I mean, we can make the fence. You can we take can the fence down. down. Yes, I can okay. do that. Yeah. Once the Grimslings coming from the cave. I mean, yeah, yeah but they're gonna all be outside because we're gonna stampede. Everybody has to join in, obviously. No, I, I think there'll be more inside the cave, and if we put a wall up, then it's gonna be full. think those are the rules like a dam I don't think you're allowed to say that word <laughs> I am 400 and something years old I think I'm, I'm old enough either way there's gonna naughty be words are heresy they get you put on the <laughs> naughty list 
But I'm talking about a concrete structure. <laughs> I would never say the other one. It's uh, Santa doesn't like that. He likes it. He says it when nobody's looking. Gross. I'm gonna need uh, okay. you to never say the phrase "he likes it like that" in reference to Santa <laughs> ever again. Uh, Just for jolly. Me. He likes it jolly. I, can you <laughs> not? <laughs> That's not better. Yeah, I was going to be like, that's, what is the opposite of an inspiration point? Can I give the opposite of an inspiration point? Yes. Naughty point. A naughty point. Oh, we should have called them naughty nice point this whole game. Aw, dang. Retcon. Instead of advantage Retcon. and disadvantage. Well, I mean, okay, I guess we can try just leading them away and then going into the cave. Uh, Spruce, you got any ideas? Um, a... Uh, we could. I I provided the eggnog thing, man. That's like all I got. You know what? That was actually that was a good suggestion. Thank you. I'm trying to think if I can provide any additional assistance. All right, sounds good. Let's do it, man. All right. So, someone break down for me, the GM, what you are trying to mechanically do here. Hallie's gonna fly over, get the attention of the Grimshlings, get them to follow her out of the immediate area of where they're coming out of the entrance to the cave and the rest of us are going to sneak up get into the cave hopefully Hallie gets back in time and we make a, a wall to keep an ice wall to keep the Grimshlings out okay makes sense alright Hallie your moment uh, Paco Bell your moment before Hallie's moment. Right before Hallie leaves, I'm just going to go over and just kind of place a hand on her back and go, just make sure you go fast, okay? Don't get hood. And uh, I'm casting Long Strider, which will make your speed 10 faster. All right. I This might surprise you guys. I don't have a fly speed on my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I think your fly speed can be equivalent to whatever your land speed is. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so I think what Hallie's going to do is fly up to the top of the mountain as close as she can kind of get into the back of the Grimschling herd because that's how she's going to think of them. And then she's going to kind of zoom up the middle. And if there's like parts to kind of like touch down and like bop on the ground so like she's within this herd of Grimschlings, she's going to do that. But then she's going to yell stampede and just start like running through the middle of them and then flying over just to kind of, you know, you know, you've, we've all seen the will to be seen in The Lion King. Why would you evoke that right now? What Cause... do you roll for this? I don't, I don't, listen, I gotta tell you, this is, this is, I'm really relying on you, Alpha Alex. This is your call. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, what do you roll to incite a stampede? I have, uh, this is, in my many, many years of Dungeons and Dragons, I have not been tasked to figure that out before. I guess performance cool it's not gonna be great how's your charisma not through the roof it's not you're a deer you're a deerable do you have any uh inspiration points you could potentially use i do push the the needle in your favor i i have some nice points can i use a nice point you can absolutely use a nice point amazing thank you 12 (laughs) it was a three with your nice point yep oh god I mean that, so, 
Okay. You're going to bound around and shout stampede, which is going to confuse the Grimchlings. Instead of following you in the sense of a rampant stampede, they begin to chase you with their spears held high, aggressive war cries just crowing out of their mouths. You are very aware that they are not stampeding with you. They are stampeding at you. One person stampede it is. All of them are chasing you now. So okay. it, it effectively did what you were trying to do. They are trying to kill you, but you did get them to go out of the way. So, you know, 50% of a win. She's gonna she's gonna keep going. I bet she is. <laughs> uh go ahead and roll either athletics or athletics. Athletics or acrobatics, whatever is high. Athletics, thank you. Seventeen. Seventeen. So you are able to stay solidly ahead of this horde, and you're going to be able to sort of like rev up and begin bounding into the sky using the homunculus, taking flight out of the range of the Grimchlings. However, you did have to run some distance away. While Hallie gets that figured out, we're gonna figure out what's going on with you three. Four, technically, including Clara. I think as soon as Hallie was gone, like, going, we would have started to, like, try to move sort of up, but, like, to the side. Mm-hmm. To be in a position to, like, head to the cave as soon as the Grimchlings were out of the way. Got it. I'm not going to make you roll stealth because all of them will have been solidly distracted by Hallie. Nice. As you get up to the mouth of the cave, Clara's going to stop, draw her weapon, and turn. I'll stay out here and buy you time if I can. They're going to come back. Yeah, but we're going to do the, like, the wall thingy. We're going to, like, make them to where we can't, to where they can't come in. I get started right away, starting to, like, any kind of, I guess the eggnog, I just start putting it up there, freezing it as it, it goes in five foot chunks. The chunky milk egg wall begins to be built. Look, I don't know that it would stand up against the entire horde that we saw. Let me help this way. Okay, but you gotta send Hallie in. Leave a space for her to get in. Up at the top, so that the Grimchlings can't reach. Okay. Spruce uh, takes out his candy cane javelins and hands them to Clara and is like, Hey, if you want to, like, set these up, they're really pokey and they can, like, you know, do a little bit of damage. And don't ask me how I know this, but if you have any source of fire, uh, when these things start breaking through, if they break through that nog... Light him up, man. Thank you, Spruce. I will. It is going to be at this time that you are going to hear across the horizon a collection of the screaming war cries and the bounding feet of hundreds and hundreds of Grimchlings. You look to the sky on the third day and see bounding across the horizon, Hallie. Riding like Shadowfax from the sky. 
She is going to bound in. Hallie, you're going to see the Nog Wall being built up. Only a suspiciously Hallie-sized hole left at the top. She'll aim for it. Wonderful. Go ahead and roll it. Athletics or acrobatics, whatever's higher. 23. You're able to to do a final push, just really gunning for it away from the Grimslings towards this hole, and you are able to zoom in with a before Jack is able to seal the final part of the hole up. You see, obscured through the milky ice, Clara nodding at all of you once, and then turning, walking towards the sound of the screaming horde. You all turn, looking into the dark mouth of the cave. There is something foreboding about this place, and remember that feeling of whatever the opposite of Christmas is? It is pouring out of the dark ahead of you in waves. Whatever is the source is here. All of you who gain your powers through Christmas magic feel your abilities weaken, as if your grip on them is fading. The stalactites and stalagmites ahead of you are not the whimsical, you know, striped peppermint that you would expect. They are cold stone and ice, and they look like a massive maw. Teeth waiting to just fall and bite you all in two. Is there anything you need to do before you head forward into the darkness? I think feeling this oppressive wave of anti-Christmas, Paco Bell is going to uh, pull out his dulcimer. And just as we're walking forward, start playing the notes from uh, Little Drummer Boy. Just because it kind of feels like we're going to war. Makes sense. And and he's humming it along just to uh, maybe try to bolster the mood a little. And um, he'll give inspiration to Jack. All right. As he moves. And if we have time, I can do that twice. If I can give inspiration twice, I'll give it to Spruce as well. Okay. Yeah, this is... You guys have a little bit of a ways to go. While we're walking, I think Hallie's going to go up to Spruce and say... Okay, so I found this, and I was saving it for Christmas. I was going to give it to my best friend, and that's you now. So, And then she'll reach into her little pack and pull out just a scarf, and it says on it, Merry Christmas, and that's like her little shield of faith on Spruce. (laughs) Spruce is going to look around. Oh, I didn't get you anything. Oh, and then just like pluck a feather out of his, his plumage and be like, it's not, it's not much, but I love you, man. And hand it over. It's my favorite. Both of you get a nice point. I'm <laughs> feeling so many things right now. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, he puts on the scarf and like makes it look super fucking good. And then unclips his hand axes and is like, all right, man. Wait, Spruce, put the, can you put the feather in my... Am I on my Oh, head? yeah. And he puts his hand axes back in their holsters and then, you know, ties it in, get, grabs one of the little green hairs and just, like, ties it around her antler. Yeah. Okay, that's that's precious, honestly. That's adorable. Jack, Jack, are you looking at this? Look. Jack's intently staring forward. 
Jack is here for business. He's not here for Christmas whimsy. He's here for blood. This episode will be titled Blood Nog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just I just pictured Jack, you know the 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 stride that Tom Hiddleston does when he like pulls both daggers out. It's the exact same but it's with two icicles. <laughs> oh. Before that though, the air starts to get a little colder around him. And he says, Johan. Yeah. The best artificer we have, the North Pole. You throw things together from scratch. Yeah. You honor Christmas. You honor the traditions. Howie. You flew. You did it magnificently. When numerous people, I heard them tell you you couldn't and you wouldn't. You flew. You did it because you believed you would. Spruce. Your heart. It's pure and innocent. And I'm not really sure what you are, but when it's all said and done, you may just be what saves Christmas. And in the end, I'm gonna stand behind you. Then he looks forward and casts shape water to make the just eggnog underneath him freeze. And he rises up 10 feet in the air and he says to me, I'm Jack fucking Frost. The daggers come out. 